Miss Fingerly, today's business. Yes, Principal Pimpel. Sometime yesterday, our school's beloved mascot was stolen from his tank. The violent salmon. <laughs> the fighting salmon disappeared between the hours of noon 020 and 3.30 p.m. What kind of demon child steals salmon? Miss <laughs> Fingerly, I understand we have a suspect in this crime. Radio. The student accused in the salmon theft is... Principal Pimpel, I stole no fish. I respect all salmon. I respect the mascot, Principal Pimpel. Well, that's what this trial would determine. <laughs> Coach Creedy, you may begin questioning Airboy. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew, and welcome to episode 61. We're talking our top seven (laughs) all-that characters. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's going to be five, of course, but um, felt like, you know, there's a lot of characters. Yeah. yeah. There's certainly enough to talk about. Um, so we made it a nice odd seven. We'll do close calls and Ferguson's. Uh, do you have a tough time with this list? Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. Actually, there's a lot of characters that I didn't, uh, that I could only vaguely remember, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know a lot of the stuff from the later seasons. Yeah, there's two runs considered. I think yeah. it's like... Oh, Around season four or five is considered the first run, and there's a second run where it goes to another five seasons. But Uh, I think, for me, it was probably, like, the first three or four seasons that really, that I was really present for. Yeah. Plus, uh, finding a lot of this stuff is um, difficult. Yeah. Um, There's, I mean, there's certain sketches easily accessible on YouTube, but... um, so Wikipedia has a very nice page that categorizes all the characters by the actor. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them were like, oh, that sounds funny. And I'd search it and just could not yeah. come yeah. up with them. Uh, yeah, this would have been impossible without that at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's very weird. It seems like somebody would have uh, uploaded a lot of this stuff by now. But... Yeah. Well, yeah. If, you're, if you're sitting on any all that tapes, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> upload those things. <laughs> Uh, we of course always like sharing your thoughts. Justin wrote us about two things this week. Uh, one is a, <laughs> as old as it gets, uh, sharing his thoughts. What was that? Wow. Favorite opening credits. <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> uh, he says, I've been feeling nostalgic about the podcast. So I went back and listened in, and listened to the first episode again. Favorite opening credits. Here are my favorite openers. You can't do that on television. Number that was, five. That was my number five, yeah. Visually interesting and dark. <laughs> number four, salute your shorts. Okay. Just a fun opening demonstrating brief personality of each camper. I never noticed the moving wooden Indian in the Ugg scene. <laughs> this made me laugh. <laughs> that is good. Um, you had that on your list, yes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rugrats, number three. Yeah. This opening is great artistically and plays out like an accelerated episode. It gives a great idea of what you're getting into. I agree. Yep. yep. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. 
So many interesting spots, including a band rocking on the lawn, Artie diving on a bowling ball, a lawnmower, a ghost-ramped bicycle, <laughs> etc. <laughs> interesting nameplates and character introduction. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And number one, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Wow. They just completely nailed this in every way. Yeah. Iconic. Brief and creepy images. I don't know if any show has ever accomplished so much with so little in an opening. I agree about making sure I start the intro at the right time before watching any episode. <laughs> uh, his close call was Hey Arnold. Okay. Yeah. Uh, following the characters around the city is a cool visual, definitely. Um, Helga lurking in the shadows, admiring Arnold. There wasn't enough going on to have this make my list, but the setting of the show bumps this up to my close call. Okay. And Ferguson, all that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's. I, I just never found it. Uh, it never bothered me. Yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. Uh, cast on trampolines. Not <laughs> much else to see here. Keenan and Kel, just two dudes cruising with Coolio in a car. Doesn't give me a feel for the actual show. Uh, oh, oh, so he doesn't like Keenan and Kel either. Uh, welcome freshmen, also ah, Ferguson. Okay. Um, outside of the theme song, they didn't get much right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks, Justin. Uh, great to hear your picks. That was <laughs> good to think about the <laughs> older episode again. Indeed. And uh, we we heard about um, we did write an episode last week. Salute your shorts, ah, which was a yes. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, three episodes you me and then kevin joined us uh so this is what um we heard about uh it says another great write an episode outing from all three involved you should be proud of how they turned out i'll give some quick thoughts on each ugg has a field day i love the events and competition between boys and girls i think that the rewards of a slushy machine and golden whistle are capital letters perfect <laughs> nothing beats blue raspberry as a flavor by the way <laughs> I was uh, all right with the way things ended. Seems on par for, or seems par for the course uh, on the ugly saga as the lovable loser. Um, the Doctor Con ending made me made for a great laugh to end on a high note for the episode. Thanks. Uh, the high score, which was Kevin's episode, he says another great use of using competition and having reasonable stakes of either having a great or terrible summer based on the results. When Budnick and Donkey Lips went in search for more treasure after finding the Game Boy, I immediately got the feel of the treasure of Sarah Madre. I sniffed out the rest of the plot after hearing the initials LGU. I thought this would end up re referencing Ugg having dyslexia, but <laughs> knew there would be a competition between a camper and Ugg tying the title of the episode together. And then finally, my episode, Little Sibs Weekend. I thought this was the most cohesive story and sounded like a script from a lost episode. Introducing the new characters and filling them into Camp Anawana was seamless and brought depth rather than filler. I thought the events, names, and entire story was excellent. I loved the tie-in with Michael disappearing and announcing Chicken Pox Outbreak. <laughs> I was visualizing Jerry O'Connell as Ugg's brother Bentley the entire time, so that was funny you mentioned a celebrity cameo for that character. Um, the plot made a lot of sense, and when the kids were rallying behind Ugg, it reminded me of Hey Dude, Cowboy Ernst, when the kids were trying to build his confidence. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, he gives he gives his Kreb stars. He says, uh, Ugg has a field day, four Kreb stars. Uh, the high score, four Kreb stars. And Little Sibs Weekend, 4.5 Kreb stars. So uh, we appreciate hearing yeah. your thoughts, and of course... Still, if anybody has any ideas for their own, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> salute your shorts episodes. We always uh, welcome that. 
Uh, and then finally, we heard from Trivia Boy uh, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and, he, and he starts with an air horn sound. And then he says, yo, 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 what's up, Fungus Licks? <laughs> like it. Uh, just listened to the Dislocated Sweet episode. And first off, Joey, I'm still trying to pick my jaw up off the ground with that 3.5 Krebstar rating. <laughs> Andrew, your reaction was priceless. All in all, really funny stuff, boys and girls. Even though I've never heard of the show before, hearing y'all discuss it tempts me to check an episode out, but probably not. Honk, honk. <laughs> Good to hear about 15. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are you still? Have you still been thinking it's been on the coming episode? up yeah. in my mind as yeah. I've been uh, thinking about what's coming up you know oh um well good let I'm me know a when you're a little bit anxious to get back to it <laughs> surprisingly oh yeah you want to okay yeah. good good yeah yeah um i know we haven't really figured out the summer schedule yet but it'll be fun to um yeah. you know fit it in somewhere <laughs> uh but we're talking about all that top characters yeah. um and like i said there's plenty to consider um i did find that i you know Going in, I didn't think this was going to be the case, but I found that a lot of my list is comprised of the same actor. Hmm. I made a conscious effort to try to mm. stay away from that as, okay. much, as I could, but I think it kind of ended up the way it would have anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, but mine's pretty varied, and I think oh. maybe controversial at points. <laughs> okay, well, there, there's, a, there's in some cases a high probability that I may not know who you're talking about, so... No, I think you'll just... know these. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. Well, we'll, we'll try to re, uh, refresh your memories yeah. for those of you out there who don't maybe remember some of these. Yeah. But uh, you want to start with your number seven? Yeah. Number seven, Bag and Sagenberry. Yeah, Keenan. <laughs> um, <laughs> this was, I don't know, this... I can't even make a great argument for it except that it stuck with me like over the years yeah. and uh, the sketches themselves great crack me up uh, I love Keenan do you of do you have a favorite bag and Sagenberry sketch like one that um I really about? just like the first the very first one where they're it's, they're uh, camping yeah, yeah yeah it's such a great start to the series <laughs> and uh, yeah it's the character just stuck with me yeah we've talked about it before but that pooling out of the baby is just a brilliant touch (laughs) Uh, yeah really really appropriate for the time i guess yeah and i think did you say it was the first sketch aired on all that was bag and saggy and berry first it might have been the first like legit sketch like not bumper right yeah yeah. Yeah. um well my number seven is also a Keenan Thompson character, and um, this character ran from seasons one through five, and uh, I think people know it. It's Pierre Escargot. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, Keenan in the bathtub yeah. with a pretty forced French accent. Yeah. Um, I really like when Keenan attempts an accent because they're not good, but that adds yeah. a lot of the comedy. Um this is a pretty absurdist. It's kind of a like an, a version of Vital Information, yes, yeah. where it's about thirty seconds, and it's just as absurd as it can be. And now, all that presents a semi-educational moment: Holiday French with Pierre S. Cargo. Excusez-vous pour vous offrir un test d'agrosier show. Merry Christmas. May I get you a cup of hot fat? 
Sune pay a lote some grammar. That's not an elf. That's my grandmother. Hey, regard to Kusare and Alasve, Yesir Montuif. Hey, look what the reindeer left on my roof. Yeah, that might be my biggest criticism of it, is that it's so wacky that it never, like, <laughs> never quite pulls me in with the actual jokes. I like Keenan in the bathtub. It's sure. funny. Yeah. All funny stuff, but, <laughs> you know, the jokes themselves, I, I felt left a little want, left me wanting. Okay. All right. I, I, I feel like I remember you saying you're not a huge PRS car, car yeah. go fan. Um Maybe kind of like Bag and Sag and Barry, to me, he's a very identifiable thing yeah. with all that. And um, I guess... Uh, I definitely <laughs> remember the <laughs> character and, yeah. you know, have thought of him. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. So he's not going to show up on your no, list? No, he's not going <laughs> to show up on my list. <laughs> Sorry to say. Oh, boy. All right. Well, um, number six. Miss Fingerly. Lori oh. uh, <laughs> Bettenberg. <laughs> I think this is uh, maybe the perfect character of hers to really showcase her strengths. Mm. Um, And maybe in particular, I liked that she was like a kid, but always playing the adult. Something about that was very funny to me. Miss Fingerly was uh, a classroom teacher. Yes, yeah. And what was kind of like her... She just yelled or... Uh, She was just really like teacher-like. Like she didn't have... A specific kind of gimmick like that, like yeah. yelling, like that was like the librarian. Miss Hush- Miss Hushburn, yeah. yeah. Um, but so she just felt like a really real character to me, I guess. Like, yeah. More like how a real teacher really was, <laughs> you know? but it was goofy because she was doing. Miss Fingerly's class. What? Oh, oh, what? Oh! <laughs> oh, I've been slam and I like it. <laughs> <gasps> Yeah, she showed up a lot. Yeah, um, that that's one of those characters that um, wasn't always just her sketch. Like yeah. there would be other characters in her in her woven. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and I think in those sketches she was the strongest. Usually, hmm. uh, other character. Well, I'm gonna disagree with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you think that's? Well, I don't know if that would be a spoiler. Uh, I was gonna say, do you think it's Laurie Dem? Uh, uh, Laura Bethenberg's strongest I don't character. Okay, give right. away too much. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, my number six is uh, a character named Francis the Caveman, played by hmm. Danny Tamborelli okay. uh, from seasons five through six. And Francis the Caveman had his own talk show. He was a caveman. The ho- the host was a caveman. Uh, he had a co-host, uh, Stud Wilkinson, played by Josh Server. Um, and the premise here is just you know he's a caveman and. <laughs> It's kind of like the kids' version of um, Phil Hartman's Caveman Caveman. Lawyer, (laughs) which is, I think, probably why I like it so much, because I'm a Phil Hartman diehard, uh, and Caveman Lawyer is one of my favorite all-time things. So I think um, I just kind of, between Danny Tamborelli and this character of a caveman host, I kind of had a weak spot. Okay. Do you remember it? Um, I don't remember this at all. I assume that it's not as good as Caveman Lawyer. It's Um, not. (laughs) And I looked it up. I searched kind of wide for this because yeah. I was interested in the sound of the character, but couldn't find anything. Yeah, I um, I somehow 
I, I, I managed to find it somehow. Mm. Um, so here, we'll, we'll play a little clip here. Um, Tonight, the top five things a caveman might say. Now that would be the top five things that might be said by a man who lives in a cave. <laughs> okay, number five. Ugh. Number three. Caveman not so good with numbers. And number one. Step in Dino Dough. Oh now that one was educational season with a healthy dose of ha-ha. Bring out first guess. So yeah, that was a uh, caveman lawyer. Uh very yeah. interesting or, pick. I'm uh, sorry, caveman not caveman lawyer, but uh yeah. caveman talk show host. <laughs> uh late pick. Yes. I anticipate that's the latest pick between the two of us. Uh for me it'll be tied. Hmm. Um so yeah, because that's season. That's pretty unbelievable. I have another from season six, um, but uh, I also enjoy the fact that his name is Francis the Caveman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seems okay. like a a good pick. All right, I, I can't <laughs> put it down too much since I don't specifically remember it. Yeah. So. Did you struggle at all? It's kind of off topic. But did you struggle at all when there were sketches with two co-characters? Like oh, uh, kind of. I mean, I <laughs> I didn't have too many that I think I would place near the top, you mm. know. So most of them I just immediately discounted. Yeah, there's a there's a sketch from it's not on my list um, from a much later, like seasons nine or ten. Uh, the sketch <laughs> is called "Together Forever," and it's pretty much a boyfriend and girlfriend in high school screaming at each other, and it's pretty good. But at the same time, <laughs> it's not great. But it's pretty good, and. Um, I had never seen it before. I watched it this week, but I was struggling with like, well, which of these two is funnier? Mm. So I, yeah, I, that's... the duo sketches, I kind of tried to stay away from a little bit, I guess. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I might have more, more to say about that. Okay. Um, so we're in our top five. Yeah. Now. Top five. This is the real deal. Uh, number five, coach Creighton. Ah, love coach Creighton. Definitely my favorite Kel character. Okay. Um, I was watching some of them, in preparation for this, and they were <laughs> actually making me laugh out loud. Uh, uh, the Coach Creighton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, there's an hour long Coach Creighton compilation on YouTube. <laughs> so for anybody really jonesing for Coach Creighton, it's like an hour and ten minutes yeah. or something like that. It's crazy. Uh, he's another one of those characters that's like more of like a real person. I feel like yeah. than just a one note thing. Um, like he feels just really realized and. Yeah, I he's in the school setting a lot, yeah. or working with students a lot, yeah. and um, I, I prefer him a little bit more to, than Miss Fingerly. Um, so do I. A little. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, but I, lo- I mean, I just love how frustrated he gets. But it, it general sometimes it does. But Kel, you know, can get pretty big. Yeah. Pretty yeah. animated, and Creighton feels like a angry Kel character without ever destroying the set or something. Where's Miss Fingerly? She fell down a flight of stairs and broke her liver or something. Get out of town again! (laughs) Who's gonna teach us history? Warriors! Come out to play! I'm Coach Creighton, and I'm here to teach your little pot children a thing or two about history. History, because you know me, history! Now set your seats! And get ready to suffer. Come on! I can do it! Ah, come on, furry hat wearing in the summer! All right! 
Satan hates children's guts! The thing that I love about this character in particular, of his characters, is uh, that I think it might be that he's restrained like, yeah. to this actual character. So he, I think that's his best, where he does his best work. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the other sketches, he's just got too much free reign to do whatever he wants. Like, yeah. you gotta <laughs> you know, bring this in a little. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Um, my number five is another Keenan character uh, <laughs> from seasons three and four. And it's a character named Officer Ulcer. Oh. Um, we'll hear a little clip here. Officer Alzer, would you please hurry up and fix the air conditioner? We need it. Come on. Yes, come on. Quick! Scream at me, or I'll give you something to scream about. Calm down, my Scottish friend. I'm not Scottish. I'm Japanese. But you have a Scottish accent. I know. It's been freaking me out for years. Okay. I, I do remember this. Okay, so the the sketch itself is not one of my favorites, um, but again, when Keenan does like an accent, uh, when Keenan's really absurd, it almost it works better for me. Uh, it takes like what I like about Kel, but then Keenan doesn't have that natural thing of just being crazy, yeah. so it's always a little funnier because it's like he's almost <laughs> uncomfortable by having to be so yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, he's got a great look. He's got this blonde wig. <laughs> this is um, definitely a real Keenan character. I mean, like, a, the definition of a Keenan character. Yeah. Like, he is totally Keenan, but he's, like, kind of being something else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, I forgot about it. Um, it, uh... Yeah, he's, eh. he, he's not the star of the sketch. Yeah. I think it really might be one of my only picks where... I think the character is not like forefront, yeah. um, but whenever that character talked, <laughs> it really got me. <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, I, I appreciate the Keenan pick. <laughs> so shout out to Officer Ulcer for all those Officer Ulcer fans. <laughs> um, well, my number four may surprise you, Ross Perot. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I um. Katrina Johnson? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Katarina. Oh, Katarina Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a great character. Like, even as a kid, I probably barely knew who Ross Perot was, and it yes. still cracked me up then, and now it's even better. Yeah. I mean, um, something about that, like, super high-pitched voice. And <laughs> she was, yeah, she was great. Um, Walter decided to seek the advice of an old friend. Uh, maybe she like I think she's one of the stronger performers and it's kind of sad because she had like I think a pretty short run on the show yeah definitely um, but Ross Perot that was another character who just kind of popped up 
wherever. Yeah. It didn't yeah. <laughs> it didn't really have to be a Ross Perot sketch. Yeah, I think uh, like as she it was it was like she got too old during <laughs> the first two seasons of the show yeah. and just like started growing out of these characters kind of. Yeah, but they were great. Like when she was that little kid, she was kind of weird and. Um, yeah. But this is probably my favorite of her characters. I also like the Roseanne, uh, but <laughs> but Ross Perot, I think, <laughs> takes it for me. Yeah, it's uh, I yeah, I love it. I love it. It's uh, is like that... super animated. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how many impersonations end up on our list. That's our first impersonation. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a few, I guess. Yeah, there's on all that. Yeah. Um, well, my number four. We'll just call this the Katarina Johnson uh, number because my number four is the Roseanne Barr impersonation. Oh, <laughs> nice. um, I really, I really considered Ross. Per- I was like on the fence yeah. between the two, um, and you know, I could easily say yeah. that she's, you know, I like that maybe more than Pierre Francis, but. Um, Roseanne, there was something really like just so grating about her Roseanne, and it was like perfect. It was, yeah. even though this is like a 10 year old kid. <laughs> That's what was great. Part of what was great about it, I think. Yeah, yeah. That she was like so committed and so like gnawing yeah. and um, super over the top with it. Yeah. Uh, this is actually, a, I couldn't find a clip of her doing Roseanne, yeah, but. Yeah, um, right. It, like to me, it almost just didn't matter. Like, I, yeah, I, I knew it was I, good. I, <laughs> I did find some pictures of it, which yeah. was enough to <laughs> jog my memory. Very good. Yeah. So she's a. I think she's a real standout on the cast. She I, really is. I the think, first season, she might be the strongest I know. cast member. Yeah. I, it, it, and it just seems like they. I don't know. Yeah. Phased her out a little bit. Yeah. Well. That brings us to number three, and you may not like this, oh boy. but I went with Mavis and Clavis. Uh, uh, <laughs> you just couldn't pick one. They're huh? almost the same character, but together they're great, um, and they only exist together, kind of. Yeah, you know, I don't think they ever show up separately. Um, but these are uh, two more characters that are like feel like more based off of real people than than. Um, like relying on one crazy aspect. Yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right now. My name is Clavis. And this is my good, 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 good friend, Mavis. How they do that, children? We're going to teach you about some wood shop. That's what we're going to teach you. Right here is wood. And we had a shop. That's why they call it Wood Shop. <laughs> Any questions? Yes, you right there. Did you really build your own house in only 20 minutes? That's true, and it only took 10 minutes to fall down. <laughs> oh, yeah, and if you want to see the boat Clavis built, all you got to do is swim to the bottom of the specific ocean. Hey, that's a lot. Oh, you know that boat sand like a rock? I'll show you oh, that um, they have a little bit of a different angle than all the other characters where like a lot of time they're doing just crowd work. Yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Like that's they're cool. like, they remind me of, um, the guys sitting in the stands. Yeah. In, uh, Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're, that's somewhat yeah, what they had yeah, to be going for. Yeah. Um, I like that a lot. I mean, I struck, I considered both of those, but then I didn't want to do the double pick. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, but I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I think they're my favorite duo. Okay. Uh, and the only duo that I felt strong enough to warrant uh, a top. Interesting. Top spot. Okay. 
right. Um, cool. Well, my number three is a Kel Mitchell character who, who uh, appeared on the show from seasons one through five. Uh, and that is, as we've heard before, Coach Creighton. Mm, um, nice. I, I agree. I think it's Kel's best character. Um, I didn't use him on uh, the verses. I tried to go with, I guess it's a pretty popular character, but I thought I was picking maybe some other popular ones. Um, but it's like like we kind of already talked about. I think one thing that is true of Kel is he really thrived at playing older people. Yes. Yeah. Um, rather than like his age. Yeah. Um, I think he did better. <laughs> I guess now that you say that, practically my whole list is uh, people playing older people. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> by by the nature of the show, they kinda, yeah, I guess so. I they kind of so. have to. I mean, there's I guess Ear Boy that type of stuff, yeah, but usually they're playing like superheroes, detectives, and yeah. Um, but these were specifically like older Miss Fingerly, Coach Creighton, Ross Perot, Mavis and Clavis, like <laughs> yeah. all old. Yeah, that's true. Very, very, very old. Uh, I guess a caveman is about as old as you can get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think as a kid, uh, Coach Creighton slightly frightened me. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The, that's another thing. The the actual like makeup job, like the missing yeah, tooth, yeah, yeah. and like just the patch of hair <laughs> yeah. on his head. It, it was very convincing, and he usually wore like a sweatsuit, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, it's a very funny Kel character. Uh, it has the right Kel energy, but still a little restrained. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Coach Creighton's a great great character. Yeah. Well. Getting into it. Number two, I really started getting out of the box here. I went with Kevin, the stage manager. Oh, see, I considered this, and I just wasn't sure what to do. But, all right. Uh, he's a character. I think what I really liked about his character is he's, like, one of the things that brings the kids all together in the, like, outer segments of the yeah. show that aren't, like, skits. Yeah. Uh, and those are some of my favorite parts of the show, when they're, like, just, just regular, yeah. yeah, dealing with each other and stuff. Right. Um, and Kevin being the only adult, uh, he's just kind of the goof ball like stuff happening to him and he's uh, he's the ug or mr yes, Ernst yeah, of yeah. all that yeah. <laughs> uh and he's great yeah he is uh usually usually kind of like there for the pratfall yeah uh yeah, totally. the uh he's totally like a like incompetent adult yeah, i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but meanwhile the showrunner yeah yeah um uh well that's a great pick um yeah for sure uh like I said, I debated it, but just couldn't couldn't yeah, pull the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two, uh, also from season six, uh, and season six only, uh, another Danny Tamborelli character, Boring Man. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. So Boring Man is a superhero, uh, and his whole shtick is that uh, like when something's happening, he just shows up and uh, he bores people <laughs> by... Uh, like he's got a he's got a full superhero outfit on and everything, um, but he uh, just talks. Now you will give me all of the money in the bank. Yes, hypno pants. All of the money in the bank. Not so fast. Who are you? I'm boring man. Duller than yarn, less exciting than your own toenails. Able to tell long stories without a single point. That's your power? You bore people? Yes, well, you see, it all started about five years ago. 
Or was it six? No, 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 no. It was definitely five years ago. And it was about uh, late September, okay, early October. Man, you are boring. Well, no boring man is going to stand in the way of hypno-pants. Got him. You know, hypno-pants is a very interesting name. You know that the word pants actually comes from the phrase pantaloons, which were 19th century trousers. Oh, no, boss, he's boring me. It's, kind of, it's like a very dry... It's pretty dry concept for all that. All that, especially going back and watching these, the energy is almost just... It's it's my age. I know it's my yeah, age yeah. at this point, but it's very tiring to watch yes, many of these sketches. I agree. And uh, so I love the concept of someone coming in and just killing the momentum of the <laughs> sketch. Of and, you know, yeah. It's still a little over the top because the other characters are reacting to him. But uh, I think Tamborelli did a... He also kind of got this niche on all that of being really like crazy characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought this was a great. It it fitted my humor most now, which is why I put it so high, and uh, yeah, just funny. Well, I don't recall this character, but uh, I can't believe you've got two Danny Danny Tamborellis <laughs> on there. I mean, he was like beyond, past when I was watching. I, listen, I I'm with you. I I. <laughs> I went back and tried to watch as much as I could in, yeah. in, in the time I had. And, uh, again, that Wikipedia page that listed the characters, yeah. that name. So I pretty much tried to search as many as possible, and that name, Boring Man, really <laughs> caught my eye. And it was hard to find the sketch. Uh, but, uh, no, it was it was good. He did have a sidekick called Pillow Boy, who is um, not as good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is a good point, though, about the some of the sketches that aren't so out of control. Yeah. Like, when they got reined in a little bit, I think that was some of the best stuff. Yeah. And naturally, like, they all want to, seemed to want to go crazy, you know? And, yeah. And that was the kid thing. Like, I'm sure kids were into that at the time, you know, the craziness. But... And I think I think that's maybe what makes Keenan such an appealing uh, actor on the show, going back, is that a lot of his characters are pretty grounded. Yeah. Even yeah. even when they're wacky, yeah. it's like, you know, Keenan doing Keenan. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but uh, Boring Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but, and number two, that's a strong placement. I know, I, but uh, I, that's, that's, a, that's a for me now pick, yeah, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's one where it's like, okay, I, I like this sketch now. All right, all right. <laughs> so. Well, uh, n- number one is really out there uh the big ear of corn what yeah <laughs> there you have it i don't know about i this. think this is another character quote character that uh-huh. uh brought all the cast members together during the out outer sketches and yes. again those i think are my favorite ones and a lot of the time the big ear of corn like added the <laughs> what was funniest about what was going on in the sketch and the winner is the you like the big ear of corn better than Kevin? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it. it, to it. It's it? just more iconic. Like in my mind, just comes up. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting. Pick, I went but... back and watched some big ear of corn sketches, uh-huh. and they're all good. But the big ear of corn is an inanimate object. I know, I know. <laughs> it's not. Do you really consider it a character? To me, that's what's so great about it. Like it kind of embodies 
what's the best about all that. But see, to me, that's a perfect, like, number seven pick. Or number I know. Five. I like, thought of it. <laughs> it crossed my mind to pick it as a Ferguson, but as I thought about it more, I was like, you know what? I think you're going to regret this. This is really... I don't <laughs> think so. I'm going to get back to you in a retrospective. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel totally good with that all right well it's definitely interesting uh not what i not what i thought you were gonna go with so hold on so that's your whole list well i guess we'll go back in a second we can recap um so my my number one another keenan character uh this character ran seasons two through five and this is a character i picked number one because i he shows up a lot i guess yeah principal pimpel yes sir (laughs) that's principal william baines pimpel I really considered putting him on mine, but yeah, I love he he does a great job of kind of like tying a lot of characters together. Um, another pretty like even keel Keenan character, but like his yeah. here, I feel like he's really acting. Like <laughs> Principal Pimpel feels like a very real character. Yeah. Uh, he's of course got a giant pimple on his head. Uh, he's got like a very prominent lisp, yeah, uh, which affects his communication with people. Um, so. A, uh, it's a character that then and now watching it really made me laugh. And, yeah, uh, I agree with that. on what promises to be a fine, fine day. Principal Mantel, we've got a problem here. It's the water fountain. Yes, I recognize it. It serves a delicious yet flavorless beverage. No, no, no. I, I mean, the kids keep sticking the gum on it. Chewing gum? Yuck! Why, the water fountain is supposed to be a germ-free oasis of liquid refreshment. Such unsanitary sanitation is simply insanity. It makes my pimple throb. Look at it. Uh, he does stretch Keenan's ability, I think, a little bit. You know, <laughs> yeah. Gets yeah. outside of that Keenan realm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really good character. I, um, yeah, I don't know. Just one of the more memorable ones. Um... But he's also, like, another one of those adult characters, like where it's a kid yeah. as an adult. Yeah, it's true. Um, but believable. I mean... No, I like yeah. it. I'm just noting it. Uh, so, that's interesting, because in 14 characters picked, I think the only one that repeats is Coach Creighton. Yeah. Um, do you want to recap your list? Yeah. Uh, Bag and Saganberry, seven. Six, Miss Fingerly. Five, Coach Creighton. Four, Ross Perot. Three, Mavis and Clavis. Two, Kevin the stage manager. And one, the big <laughs> ear of corn. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, seven was Pierre Escargot. Six was Francis the caveman. Five, Officer Ulcer. Four, Roseanne Barr. Three, Coach Creighton. Two, Boring Man. And one, Principal William Baines Pimpel. <laughs> um... I also was no, noted, I counted, so in the entire run, uh, there was 29 cast members. Wow. And of the 29, only 18 of them are boys. So, hmm. like, the girl, there just wasn't as, I, like, as I was reading through, and he, the girls, I was just like, man, there's not that many characters that stand out, besides Lori Beth. Lori yes, Beth has, like, Lori a really... Beth. And uh, Katrina. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, like, some of the other people are just like, uh, there just wasn't much. Yeah. And so I was... I don't know. I was torn, but uh, it's you know I, I I'm I'm aware my boy my list is boy heavy. <laughs> yeah, um, I have a, something more to say about that, but I don't want to ruin it if it's oh. if you got any no upcoming. Um, I was just gonna mention um, 
that the girl from the first season, like mm-hmm. the dark hair, yeah. Allison, I think her name is Allison Reyes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just going over this just made me realize, like, I remembered her really vividly, but um, her characters weren't like anything. They they pretty much forced her to be the straight person yeah, all the yeah. time. Like she was, or super goofy sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like I feel like I just remember her as like people's girlfriend or like I don't know someone's friend somewhere. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah. I mean, she. This may be a case, a rare case where attractiveness can work against you. Mm. Like I feel like. In a comedy, especially sketch show, like, yeah. the weirder looking you are, like the better chances you have of being really funny. Yeah. Although I remember when we were kids, like I feel like girls really liked Josh Server, and he was oh, in every huh. dang sketch. Well, I didn't. You know, I never really liked him that much. I, oh no, yeah. I, he's uh, awful. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, I I tried to figure out if I could get him on the list, and yeah. it's just like, man, all his characters are kind of the same. Yeah. They're like. Your boy was the closest. He is I guess. the most prominent. Like he had the biggest list of characters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the largest it's list. Weird, yeah. like, but um, yeah, just never stood out. Oh well, he's like the Jerry of uh, Seinfeld. You know? Oh, like he's there all the time, but, but... he's not really <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> yeah, but Jerry Seinfeld's funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, Jer- <laughs> I, I like him. He's funny in general yes. on Seinfeld itself. Yes, but just usually not funny. Oh, I disagree. Really? Yeah, I think he's really funny on Okay. Um, do you want to do Close Call? Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I said Walter the Ear Boy. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I uh, just, I had to give him some credit yeah. somewhere, you know? <laughs> like, he did do a lot, and I did like the Ear Boy sketch, probably the best of his, mm-hmm. but uh, mostly just because it was, like, so surreal, I guess, it's with all the characters. Pretty weird. Yeah, I think that's one of the best. I think as a sketch, it had a lot going for yeah. it. it. Like, worked in all these weird characters, Pizza Face, yeah. and uh, Ross Perot was there a lot. Yeah. Um, and I like the concept. I mean, just... Yeah, it was... kid with really huge ears. It's yeah. just dumb enough to like be funny. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that's a good one. That's a good one. I went with a uh, character that I could not find a video of, but it was just such a big part. I feel like of our childhood, as far as all that goes. So my close call is Coldfinger, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, played by Keenan, uh, seasons one uh, and four. Um, and he plays, of course, a bad guy, Josh Server. I mean, he's supposed to be James Bond. I don't it's remember like what his character is. Goldfinger, but. Yeah. Yeah, Goldfinger, but he's got a cold <laughs> yeah. finger. And his main line was, you know, my finger's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and, but it was um, it was a great villain. It was very funny. And I, as a kid, I just remember making uh, laughing hysterically. Yeah. I remember I recorded that one and would just watch it over and over and over. So, unfortunately, I've not been able to track down Coldfinger, but uh, um, man. I'd love to. Yeah, we'll have to maybe search through some old videotapes and see if yeah. <laughs> we can find it. Um, that is one of those characters that's like almost just funny enough, the concept of the character to carry it. <laughs> it's just yeah. so dumb. It's great. Yeah. The yeah. like It's literally like a block of ice <laughs> over his finger. <laughs> yeah, it's very dumb, um, but, but good. Yeah. good. Yeah, it's a great one. So then let's do Ferguson's. <laughs> 
to round off the list a little bit since mm-hmm. you had so many Keenan characters. <laughs> I went with Bradley the big old baby. Oh <laughs> wow. Bradley was funny. <laughs> I think the sketch I watched a couple of sketches and yeah. I think the sketches were kind of funny, but his character was the worst. <laughs> Like all the oh. other people in it were pretty funny. Miss Fingerly was in one of them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think just that character is annoying, and you know, just right along the lines of characters that I don't like. Interesting. <laughs> I I I was a fan of Bradley. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, my Ferguson uh, kind of anticlimactic. If you've already checked out our worst characters episode, um, it's uh, Miss Hushbum, the loud mm. librarian. Uh, the, just a total representation of like the type of character I hate, which is just screaming like the, the premise of the sketches for the character to scream and, uh, didn't make me, it, it, and I mentioned this on worst characters, it wouldn't maybe be such a problem if it was treated like Pierre or vital information where it was like a 30 seconds to a minute, Yeah, but they were like five minutes long and <laughs> just really grating. A lot of sketches seem to have that problem, yeah. at least going back now. Yeah. Um, that I mean, I can understand that character. That's a similar reason why I don't like Bradley. Mm. It's like, it's the one-note thing. You know, Bradley's just the baby. Yeah. Like, that's his whole shtick. Yeah. I, I know what's going to happen from the you know, moment <laughs> it starts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, annoying. Two kind of annoying characters. Yeah, yeah. But I like hers better because it's Lori Beth. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I guess I'm. Yeah, I'm just not a Lori Beth guy. I just oh she uh, her, her performances <laughs> just didn't give do me it. a break. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What are some like very famous sketches that people are groaning that we haven't maybe talked about? Uh, hmm. uh, Ed Goodburger. Oh yeah. Good for her, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, vital information. Yeah, vital information. She all I considered that, but it was so hit or miss. Yeah. Um, Ed, I just it was just never my favorite character. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, Ishbu Cosby. Ishbu's close. Cosby. <laughs> I love Cosby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just didn't do it enough, I guess, for me to put it on the list. Yeah. Super dude. Repairman. Super dude, never loved Repairman. Yeah. I kind of liked it, but it's yeah. not as good as Coach Creighton. Or, yeah. you know. or Boring Man. <laughs> okay, you guys won't find it, but uh, Boring Man's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Detective Dan. I oh, guess was kind of a big Dan. one. Yeah. Um, and it, that was okay. I mean, yeah. I didn't hate it, but it was bordering on um, like Jim Carrey uh, character, so yeah. it just felt off yeah 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 we i think we talked a little bit about that on worst characters is Josh server seemed to always be kind of reaching for a jim carrey type yeah. thing in it uh i don't know if it's aged well yeah yeah that's the yeah i guess at the time it was more acceptable yeah <laughs> but yeah. especially as a kid like it felt like a less adult version of jim carrey so yeah. it's like kind of filled up space but yeah well, if we're forgetting anything, or you guys want to make your own top five or top seven, uh, send them to us. Uh, let us know who you think the best characters on all that were. We're always yeah. happy to hear, or who you think the worst characters on all that were. Um, you know, I was I was at first worried that I wasn't going to be able to make a list because I was not enjoying watching <laughs> any of it. But um, no, there's a, there's a lot of characters that hold up pretty well. 
I just, just in rewatching the skits, I really wish they would have done more um, with the with themselves outside of the skits. Yes. Just, yeah. Those are just very good. I think maybe that's what they figured out with Keenan and Kel is that mm-hmm. just yeah. really being themselves to, you know, and other yeah. characters on the show, but uh, maybe they could have more fun yeah. just being normal. Uh, so we're going to do uh, a few, what would YouTube comments do? This one's from All Is Lust, says, 20 years later, Lori still makes me laugh so hard, exclamation point. I love this cast so much, exclamation point. <laughs> wait, wait uh, what character is this on? This was, uh, this was on a, it was on a sketch that had like a bunch of different characters in it, um, that was, that they showed during 90s all was all that oh um, okay somebody just had uploaded it to youtube and, oh. um and justin Jurakan said i'm glad Lori beth was there to see the big ear of corn blow up <laughs> which was uh there was a sketch where like um amanda Bynes like makes the big ear of corn pop with her mind <laughs> like pop into yeah. popcorn yeah. um so that's good <laughs> that's pretty funny um on uh, the Co- Coach Cretan compilation that I was talking mm. about, uh, there's a comment from Dongobot. It says, It is sad that this would be considered offensive and inappropriate these days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you think uh, Coach Cretan? I think it could, he could get away with it. I don't remember any specific moments of like, whoa, that's <laughs> over the line. <laughs> Just being mean to kids, yeah. I guess, is oh, like something yeah. frowned upon by people yeah, i guess <laughs> um but it's like but even as a kid i liked that because of course there was adults in your life that were you know maybe not to the the, the extreme that coach Creton was but that were difficult to deal with as a yeah. kid you know yeah uh, yeah definitely um samuel green said this character reminds me of jerome from martin <laughs> <laughs> you're a bigger okay. martin fan than i am i don't <laughs> any credence to that or uh, I guess a little, just in, <laughs> in, um, Martin's characters, like, being so weird looking, similarly yeah. weird to Coach Creighton, like, yeah. the way that he dressed up, and even as a kid, it, he did have, a, like, a similar, or I had, like, a similar fear of some of the Martin <laughs> characters. That's nice. They're just so weird. All right. All right. Uh, Trent the Hedgie says, I'm reporting this video for killing me for laughing so hard. (laughs) Wow. Perfect. Pretty good. So, uh, yeah, that's what I had. Um, yeah. Nice. It was kind of of fun to talk about all that. Yeah, I agree. A little Uh, overdue. Yeah, I think I actually enjoyed it. Enjoy watching these sketches now a little bit more than I did at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, very cool. Yeah. Uh, you have sitting next to us, uh, something kind of cool. I, if, I think if people really like Nickelodeon, like nineties, Nick, they yeah. probably know about this, but if they don't, this is kind of something cool. So what do you got totally. here? Um, I finally got my hands on a Nick box. Yeah. One of these like mystery boxes, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, they have a website. Is it, what's the website? Yeah. It's, uh, the nickbox.com. The nickbox.com. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, just has a bunch of stuff yeah. from various shows. I think there's like, you know, 
something to find yeah. for anyone, maybe. Yeah. Um, just to run through some of the stuff. Oh, wow. That's uh, cool. Rocko's Modern Life shirt. It's kind of like 8-bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty exciting. Ooh. Cool. Uh, double Dare. Yeah. Um, like, Winter Cap. You're going to uh, be able to sport that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, we forgot to mention, but June 25th d- uh, is the Double Dare return. Oh, yeah. So... I guess you could awesome. wear that on June 25th. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a stuffed Abner oh, from cool. uh, Hey Arnold. Yep, very cool. A Ren mug. It's like in the shape oh. of his head. Oh, uh, that's cool. Let's see it in there. A Tommy Pickles vinyl figure. Oh, yeah. Cool. He's got the shades on. Yeah. yeah. Um, some... Pretty cool wrapping paper, like Nicktoons uh, wrapping paper. Yeah, that is cool. <laughs> For whenever Andrew gets me a gift next. <laughs> uh, hey Arnold wallet, which uh, is kind of neat. That is really cool. The bus pass. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, a Keenan Kel Who Loves Orange Soda uh, pin. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs one of those. And maybe the coolest thing to me is a small Olmec bank that its wow. eyes light up when you oh, put a coin man, in. That's so cool. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, we are not being paid by Nick no, Box no. to promote this, but uh, they're really cool. Like the stuff that comes yeah. inside of them, and they Very sell out kind of fast. Yeah. I think um, you can get a subscription. Yes. Yeah. Um, how often do you know how often? Uh, like comes? every quarter, maybe, okay. or every half a year. Maybe. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but I've seen a few of these other mystery boxes, and this is like a really good one. Yeah. Uh, compared to I would what's a, out there, I would agree. This this Rocco shirt is really cool. The wallet's really cool. The bank. Yeah, very cool. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so well, check it out for sure. They have a, I think they have a Twitter and an Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and if uh, they want to just start sending us stuff, uh, stuff for free, <laughs> that'd be phenomenal. It'd <laughs> be great. Uh, well, uh, what are we doing next time? Next week we're going to be talking a couple of episodes of one of our favorites, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. It's going to be the Full Moon versus Nightly Neighbors. Yeah. You mean the tale of the Full yes, Moon yes. and the tale <laughs> of the <laughs> Nightly Neighbors. This is our first Are You Afraid of the Dark versus since uh, uh, like episode seven or uh, six. Um, we did... Vincenzo? Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess that counts. I get, uh, um, but I was thinking um, Laughing in the Dark uh, versus Crimson Cloud. Yes. Um, uh, I'm pretty excited to watch these two, though. Yeah, I, mean, I remember both of them pretty yes. distinctly. Yeah, I think if you guys out there watch them, they will immediately uh, come back to you. Yeah, and they got a similar feel to them. Yeah. Like, not totally taking themselves seriously. Yeah, they're, they're I think, some of the rare Are You Afraid of the Darks where, yeah, they're supposed to be a little more corny. Yeah, but, it wor- but like, purposely, and it works. Yeah, think, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but... Uh, but I'll be defending uh, Full Moon. Yeah, and I'll be defending the tale of the nightly neighbors. Um, so they're out there, I think, on Daily Motion. Um, check them out, and uh, we'll argue about them next week. And uh, someone will be here to decide <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who they think is right. Um, so that'll be cool. Yeah. In, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're on Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can find us 
wherever I think pod, podcasts are pretty much iTunes uh, and Podbean is where we host. Um, leave us a comment. You can leave us a comment on Podbean or iTunes. Uh, we're we're looking to get to 40, 40 reviews. We're, we're trying to go for that. We're two away. Uh, so leave a review that's re- really helpful, helps other people find us. Um, and yeah, send us a message. Send us your all that list. Uh, or if you already have thoughts on Full Moon versus Nightly Neighbors, yeah. let us know what uh, you think the right pick is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can't wait to see you. Uh, until next episode. It's alive.